Guys, I just realized something awesome. You're about to hear the fifth episode of the Chris Pete cast. Is that a lame intro? I don't care. Welcome to the fifth episode. Uh, I have to say, thanks so much for your support over the first four. I've just been blown away. You guys are listening. You're sharing it with people. You're having conversations. I can't ask you to do more. But I can, because I'm about to. If you like this show, please wander over to iTunes. Give us a rating or a review. You don't have to write a review if you don't want to. You can just click a number of stars, and that will help us get in the algorithm. It helps more people find the show, and then more people can participate in the conversation that we're having, which is the whole point. Um, But again, thank you so much. I can't say it enough times for your support of the show so far. I've been blown away by it. This episode is my friend Amanda. I went to college with her, and she is starting a super cool company called Cuz I Run. It is sustainable activewear that gives back. Um, So when you buy something from this company, you get some cool stuff to work out in, and 10% of whatever you spend there automatically goes to one of their partner charities that are committed to making a sustainable difference around the world. It's pretty awesome. We talk about it a lot in the show, but uh, please go check that out. And if you feel compelled to be a part of it, um, you have the opportunity to do that. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Just a quick heads up, this episode was recorded on the phone, so it kind of, the audio quality isn't the same as if I'm sitting in a room with someone with the microphone. So I'm sorry about that. I'm looking into ways to uh, be able to clean that audio up, and I do try to do it in post on my side, but until I figure out what the real answer is, Um, This is the way it'll be, so again, apologies, but uh, regardless of that, the content of it is still good. I loved this conversation. I think we got into some really good stuff, um, and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Real quick, uh, what do I want to say? Real quick last note, I guess, is the song you're hearing underneath this is um, an old school throwback. I woke up in a car by something corporate. Uh, So with that... I won't talk anymore, and I will send you over to episode five of the Chris Cast with Amanda Yanchery. All right, everybody. I am here on the phone uh, with Amanda Yanchery because uh, I don't have the resources to fly all over the country and visit people like I would like to. Um, so Amanda's here, and... She is going to tell us uh, what she does for a living, and then we're going to talk about uh, who she believes she is. So go ahead, Amanda. Well, hi. Thank you for having me. Um, like Chris said, my name is Amanda Yantry, and I live in Boston, Massachusetts. I hail from St. Paul, Minnesota, and I went to school at a tiny little college in Iowa called Clinton College, which is where I met Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, right now I work for an environmental NGO. Um, I have a master's in strategic communication management. So mm-hmm. I'm working at an environmental nonprofit in communication. Um, mm-hmm. so kind of a mix of advocacy and communications, which is a lot of fun. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah, and then on the side, I am starting a sustainable activewear brand called Cause I Run. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And you said to me off air, it's like, it's, it's like having two jobs right now for you. <laughs> yeah, it's basically having two full-time jobs. Um, right now, uh, it's even worse because I'm 
in the midst of this Kickstarter campaign, which mm-hmm. is 30 days, and I thought it would go by very quickly, but it's like, oh my gosh, 30 days is a really long time. <laughs> you know, I'm work, I'm getting up, and I'm going to my 9 to 5, and then coming home, and I'm working until like, you know, 1 or 2 in the morning, and sleeping yeah. for, you know, mm. 5 hours, and, and a lot of people are, are cool with 5 hours, and apparently I'm not one of those people. <laughs> so it's been interesting, but it's You've awesome. learned about yourself, at least. Exactly. Yep. We will end up talking, I'm sure, about the uh, Kickstarter, where, to find, where people can find that and stuff. Um, and I want you to know, too, I'll release this next week so people still have time to go look at that. Um, Appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. You have to be – I have, a, like, a bunch of these uh, – or not a bunch, but I have several other ones recorded, but this is the only one that's time-sensitive to something, so I will put it out uh-uh. like that. Well, um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So um, now I will ask you who you believe you are, and then we'll have a little chat about all that. So, okay, uh, who, do, who well, do you believe you are? Well, first I have to say, you know, I was listening back to a couple of your previous episodes, and I heard you say that the first time. Uh, the John Legend song, Who Do We mm-hmm. Think We Are? You know that mm-hmm. one? It's uh, I do, got yeah. in my head, so now every time, every time I think about that, I start jamming out to John Legend in my head. So, um, <laughs> so I think that I, hopefully that doesn't ruin it for everybody else in the future. But, <laughs> um, but, but I, I love the song. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I've just been um, thinking about um, thinking about that. I mean, there's a lot of different ways. I feel like I could answer that question. Who mm-hmm. I believe I am. Um, but, I mean, to start with, I mean, there's the obvious surface stuff. You know, I already said it was for environmental NGO, and I'm obviously a founder of a company, and, you know, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, I'm a significant other, um, mm-hmm. I'm a lot of those kinds of things. But um, I am somebody who is... Uh, some, I, I want to, you know, I'm one of those world changer types, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I'm an idealist, and so that's, you know, that's what drives me. I think is, you know, just wanting to be able to look back on my life and say, like, I did this thing. I help mm-hmm. these people, I, and I can look at that and, and feel good about that. So mm-hmm. I would say that's that's really who I am. Is uh, okay. as an idealist. Yeah. Oh, an idealist, even too. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Is that something you always wanted? How long have you known you wanted to kind of have that sort of impact on on the on mm-hmm. the world? Mm-hmm. I do think it was sort of inherent, like ever since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I am happy that I had you know two wonderful and amazing and supportive parents and. Um, and my mom in particular was always very in tune with making sure that we knew kind of what was going on in the world. And, um, she, you know, wanted us to, um, to be good stewards of, of, mm-hmm. you know, of resources and, and the world. And I, I, I just, you know, I, I think that kind of stuck with me from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think too, it's a generational thing. Um, you know, there's mm. studies and studies that come out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So millennials, and yeah. now they're just you know these do-gooder types and, and want meaning in their work and all this other stuff, and and that really does resonate with me. So 
I guess yeah. I'm, I'm a stereotypical millennial in that way, but yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Um, it's kind of hard to tell you like how to get there. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the tough part. <laughs> I I wonder what's made our um, because I agree with that that our mm-hmm. generation is very. You said searching for meaning, which which resonated with me in a big way. Um, yeah. Because I've i found not only for myself but in the conversations I have with people, like it's definitely true. I wonder where that comes mm-hmm. from. I, you don't have to have an answer to that. I'm just wondering about it out loud. Um, I just <laughs> yeah, why that I, you know, I kind of think I've, I, I feel like I've read about this. You know, I've, I've read about you know, Gen mm-hmm. X was kind of like the I've heard it's like the you know the divorce generation, mm-hmm. and they, um, you know, were all kind of like angry, and, and I'm making generalizations here, of course. I don't think all Gen Xers are that way. Right, um, but yeah. that's what the that's what the the writing that I've read has said, and um, mm-hmm. and then you know that we get into our generation, and I think you know things were pretty rosy in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah, there was there was some national stuff going on, but but I I think that in general, if you look back at that decade, it wasn't wasn't bad. I mean, you had yeah, and, yeah, and I think that that you know maybe had a, a really big influence on. Um, you know what, um, how we, we ended up and, yeah. uh, yeah, I don't know. Very well um, yeah, that is, I'm not I, an expert, but that's, you know, you, you sounded like that. one for a minute though. So that's good. <laughs> all right. Just say things confidently, Amanda. That's the key. Right. I know. No, that's actually the best advice I've ever gotten is, um, I can't remember the, the, the author, this woman, um, has read whole, or has written a whole book uh, about uh, this phrase, act as if, yeah. and it just completely changed my life. Like, act wow. as if, you know, you are who you want to be. Act as mm-hmm. if you are the boss. Act as if you are an expert, and it yeah. really changed my life. <laughs> That's funny. That's so funny. We actually, um, I really do, I say that jokingly all the time. Like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I just pretend like I know what I'm talking about, but I really don't. Although, if everybody's ever been a patient of mine, I really do. I promise know what I'm talking about. I'm not making it up. <laughs> but um, it is funny, though, because I, like, as a, especially as, like, a public speaker or, like, as a writer or mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, I, I think when I, the, there's a moment that clicks for me as a speaker where I just one day decided, like, I'm going to pretend like I'm good at this. And just went out yeah. and did it. And then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah. like, that was really good. And I'm like, oh, I, oh. you're going, you're going, oh, <laughs> I was just pretending to to know what yep. I was doing, you know, but and to, mm-hmm. fake it till you make it. It's funny that that's really happening. Exactly. Isn't that's, that so that's funny? Exactly. It's the yeah. shorter version of fake it till you make it. Yeah. And it's, yeah. you know, it helps. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so running, running with that idea, though, I think that it also, and you can say if this is true for you or not, I, I sometimes worry that people are going to find out that I'm faking it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Totally. Imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have another term. I have a term for everything. You do? <laughs> but, yeah, this, this, this whole concept of imposter syndrome, and everybody thinks that they're just one wrong answer away from being found out. Yeah. You know, like, oh, no, they're going to, everyone's going to find out that I'm not actually, you know, yeah. knowledgeable in this space. I'm not actually, you know, qualified to be here or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's something that a lot of people struggle with. I know mm-hmm. I'm definitely one of them. <laughs> funny. That um mm-hmm. does that make it I would think that would make it difficult to um be actually confident, especially with the things 
how does that affect you as far as your confidence in the things? Because the things you're trying to do are pretty cool in there, uh, mm-hmm. but I think they would take a lot of belief, not just in yourself, but in the cause. Does, does, that, imposter, does that imposter syndrome sort of, um, do you feel like that holds you back more than you would like it to? Or do you, it sounds like you have a good awareness of it at least. I do. And, you know, sometimes it is challenging. I mean, I've been, I was on a panel a few weeks ago, which was great. Um, He's like, gave me the opportunity Mm -hmm. to kind of pitch the idea and then people asked questions. Um, And there were, you know, it was, I I felt mostly good about my answers. Um, Mm -hmm. I felt pretty confident, but there's obviously like a little voice in the back of my head that's like, is that what they want to hear? Is that good enough? You know, Mm -hmm. you know, concrete enough or, or, or whatever. But I do think the nice thing about being an entrepreneur is that what I'm creating is entirely mine. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the imposter syndrome that I've experienced previously has come from, you know, working for an organization or, you know, practicing a certain skill where it's because it's not totally mine, I'm always questioning, like, is this how it's been done before? You know, yeah. it's like, you know what I mean? Like, is mm-hmm, it so, I is it, am I reflecting the organization's values? You know, is it whatever? Um, mm-hmm. Am I getting it done the right way? And, and with entrepreneurship, like, there really is no one right way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, it, it, it's kind of whatever I make it. Yeah. And because of that, I think that's really given me the confidence is that I was me sitting down and being like, this is what I want to do. And yeah. this is how I think is the best way to do it. And, yeah. you know, I'm going to try it. And yeah. <laughs> And so that's, far, that's so awesome. good. I mean, when I talk about it now, I am confident and uh, I feel good about it. And it's because, um, you know, I just, I, I believe in it and I, mm-hmm. I'm just feeling good. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that's, really that, First of all, that's really, it's really sort of beautiful what you said. I really like the spirit of, because that's, this podcast is very much that as well. And I think when I meant, mm-hmm. I think when I messaged you to ask you to do this, I said I support anybody that just goes out there and does a thing, like just puts something yeah. in the world and says, like, here's a thing I believe in. I'm going to put it out there, yeah. no matter mm-hmm. what it is, whether you're starting a business or uh, you're doing what I'm doing, which is I think less risky because it didn't. I, I, I don't spend nearly as much time on this as you probably spend on. <laughs> <But> <laughs> this so is cool just, though. Uh, this is like really a big deal. Oh, thank you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> just to create, you create something that you believe in to put it out there and mm-hmm. let people have their opinions about it is scary. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh but God. you're right. Totally. Like, uh, but you're right. Like there is so much value in the fact that, you know what, like, for example, like this show is mine. I don't do it the mm-hmm. same way that somebody else would do it. And if you don't like it, don't listen to it, but that's the way it's going to be because yeah. it's mine. There's nobody here to tell me exactly. not to do it that way. You know? Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. There's no one telling you, oh, you're you're wrong, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> That's good. How how much? Um, so when you go back and and start when you so when did the uh, Kickstarter thing? When did your business? Um, when did that idea come to you? And then how did that all come together for you? Yeah. So I had the idea. Oh gosh, I many years ago. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was living, I mean, my my friend who I lived with in 2012 said that 
Oh, yeah, you were talking about it way back then, and I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but apparently, <laughs> apparently, I was talking about it a long, long time ago. But um, mm-hmm. I remember I was really thinking about it sort of early, early mid-2014. Um, I had a particularly good running year. I just moved to San Diego. I was running all the time because of the weather. Mm-hmm. Was um, I had a really good running year, and it was really motivating because I was really, you know, Crossing some finish lines, <laughs> literally. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it was really, it was really, really good. And um, I just kind of... I, I liked the crossing idea. finish line thing. You didn't have to back away from it. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, it's so funny how, how many running puns there are. I mean, it's, they just pop up. I'm, so, I'm but, so good um, with that. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad you can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I just thought to kind of thinking about how this whole social enterprise idea was really starting to kick off. I mean, Tom Shears had been around for a number of years. Um, mm-hmm. Warby Parker, you know, so I'm so into Warby Parker, which is basically um, the one for one model with eyeglasses. Yeah, so yeah. Familiar with their brand. Yeah, they yeah. they actually sponsor um, a lot of podcasts. So if they want to get they on do, board. exactly. <laughs> they do, yep. I know. I hear I hear them and their ads are really good. <laughs> They're compelling. But um but the interesting thing about them is that uh, at least for a while, for a number of years, they were totally e commerce based, um, which is something that I am I'm doing. So and uh, that mm-hmm. that's particularly expressed my interest and in, in thinking about, you know, I'm running all the time and, and you know, why isn't there something in the afterward space that's like this? When I did some research, I looked around, I thought, you know, it has to be out there. I just probably haven't found it yet. Um, yeah. And then it turned out, like, you know, this really doesn't exist. And I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And I was, uh, at the time, also in my graduate school classes, and I was doing a lot of introspection and a lot of thinking about, you know, what, what do I want to do? You know, what's my, what do I value? You know, what do I, what do I, what does my future look like? And, Mm-hmm. And why do I want to be the person, the kind of person that I want to be, and that kind of thing? And so it just mm-hmm. kind of, just kind of all came together in this idea. And then I, I remember I woke up one day in the summer, and I had the idea for the name, and I thought, yeah. okay, because I run, so mm-hmm. it is. And uh, mm-hmm. I paperwork and decided, okay, I'm doing it. Um, yeah. So that was that was summer of 2014, and I've just been working on it kind of here and there. Um, I'm mm-hmm. working full-time right now and have been ever since. Um, and then I took a, a startup accelerator course in 2015 just to kind of get the feelings out there and, and see, like, you know, do I really feel like I can do this? Do I mm-hmm. um, kind of feel like I, what can I, you know, what do I need to learn basically? And that, that just kind of gave me the right tools. And mm-hmm. um, I'm a communicator by trade. I feel like I have a really good grasp on marketing and, um, you know, putting an idea into the right message for the right audience. And so I kind of yeah. have just started working on it piece by piece, and, and now I'm here. So yeah. Kickstarter campaign launched on April 21st, and mm-hmm. uh, ends on May 21st. And uh, it, it took a long time to get to that place, so I'm really excited that it's, that it's here. Yeah. It looks like it, it might happen <laughs> crossing over yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm right. I'm hoping it I'm hoping it does. I was uh, looking at it the other mm-hmm. the other night in preparation for this, and mm-hmm. I saw the kind of where the mm-hmm. goal your goal is and where you're at, and I was like, oh, they're so close, like you know, so close. Um, I know. So yeah. So maybe this will help. I 
I, I let's backtrack one let's backtrack one second, which is that can you tell people what it actually is? Because I don't know if we did that. Yes, I think of course. I think we might have skipped that part. Yeah, I think you're that's right, my fault right. too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so yeah, because I run is sustainable activewear that gives back. Mm-hmm. It is made in America, right here in Massachusetts, actually, and I use recycled fabric uh, made from RPET which is a material that comes from recycled plastic bottles. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool because at the Met Gala last week, Emma Watson wore a dress made out of RPET. And so mm-hmm. it was all over in the media. And I was like, this is great. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> a celebrity yeah. is wearing the same kind of fabric. And so that was, that was really fun. Um, mm-hmm. but, but, yeah, so, so basically what I'm trying to do is make a line of activewear um, that is sustainable, made in America, and ethically produced, and um, it gives 10% back to a charity. So okay. hence the word cause, the play on yeah. the word uh, cause, basically. Yeah, yeah, I love the and name. We're the name starting, is fantastic. Was, oh, I'm mm-hmm. so glad, you know, because mm-hmm. I, when I thought of that, I, I had that same reaction. Oh, yeah, it's so cool. And, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've been hearing it over and over again now for a couple of years. So yeah. I'm starting to think, like, is that cool? Or, you know, yeah. Oh, no, it's cool. It's <laughs> good. I love it. I'm, I love okay. it. It's good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really good to hear. Um, so, uh, yeah, so right now we're, we're partnering with three different charities. Um, only one of them has been announced so far, um, and mm-hmm. that is Hope Through Health, which is a global health organization that. Um, what they do is they basically go and talk to the communities and see what they need in terms of healthcare services. And okay. then not only do they provide them, but they also train people to um, be community healthcare workers as well, which I love. Okay. Yeah, um, that's great. Because, yeah, it's like a sustainability thing. I like, I like mm-hmm. to work with charities that make a sustainable change. Yeah, so, yeah. That's yeah. interesting, especially for healthcare. We don't, I don't think we think about that often. You know, right. we, we do, mm-hmm. we go in and we make people, you know, we do doctors off borders go in and they do things and then they leave, you know, and so then there's exactly. nothing there anymore. That's exactly. interesting. I've never thought about that at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like that in, in a lot of, unfortunately, it's a lot of giving models. Um, you know, yeah, that's one of the critiques that I had for the one for one model and the reason that we're not going that route is, you know, a lot, they got into a little bit of trouble because, they're giving, you know, a pair of shoes to, you know, just dropping them off in this community and that community needs, you know, clean water or they need a vaccine mm-hmm. and they don't need shoes, you know? So it's yeah. like, yeah. it's starting to be this sort of disconnect between like how much stuff do people really need and, and is it really helping them? Um, and a yeah. lot of times it is, like, don't get me wrong, I'm a huge fan and I always will be, but mm-hmm. I think that, but there's, you know, other ways to kind of make a difference long term for people who need it. And I think that's really how you make change is by bringing people in and, and asking them, you know, what is it that you need and involving them in those conversations. And um, that's, that's really important to me. So I'm really excited yeah. about it. That's, that's, I totally agree with you. And, and it, what appeals to me about what you're saying is that also the giving them ability, the giving them the ability or giving them the training for that uh, to be able to provide mm-hmm. those things they need for themselves you know, is, exactly. is probably important because the reality is we, mm-hmm. as much as we might want to, just won't always be able to be there. I mean, it's just not, yes. you know, even in the best case scenario, mm-hmm. we're not going to be. So I, I love that. That's, yeah, as old as, exactly. that's as old as that teach a man to fish thing. It's as old as that. Thought. Yes. 
you know. You're right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I like it's, that. It's cool yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so when you, when you did this, when you do the Kickstarter, um, and I'm sure you still deal with this to some extent every day, but, um, how do you, how do you silence the voice in your head that says, this is not worth doing? How did you silence it initially? First mm-hmm. of all, cause I imagine there had to be a lot of anxiety when you, when this mm-hmm. thing gets started, you know? Yeah. Um, oh gosh. Uh, you mean in terms of, of starting the business in general or the Kickstarter? Itself? I think just, just starting it in general, just making the yeah. decision to put the paperwork in and do it, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, to be honest, it was, it really surprised me because I found myself being very, um, very excited to talk about it to uh, strangers, mm-hmm. <laughs> anybody that I did not know. I would always oh. like be, you know, have like just excitement and just want to tell everybody about it. But then when it came to telling, you know, like my parents and my friends from back home and, and you know, the people closest to me, I hesitated. Mm-hmm. And for me, mm-hmm. that was the hardest part and still is the hardest part, which is ridiculous because I have the most amazing support system in the world. Yeah. But, but what I, I've been realizing is that, you know, I really deeply care about what they think of me and mm-hmm. I, you know, not letting them down. I mean, it's so important to me. And, and I think it's interesting because I think we all sort of have these like expectations of other people in our lives and, you know, what we yeah. expect them to do. And I think that nobody expected me to decide that I was going to start my own business. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and that's okay. Um, I, mm-hmm. you know, that's been something that I'm, I'm, I'm okay with now because like I said, at the end of the day, this is what I feel is the best thing for me. And I'm so excited about it that I, I can barely contain myself. But, mm-hmm. uh, but that was honestly, that was the hardest part was getting, um, the, was just telling, talking to the people who I love who are the closest to me about what it is that I, that I'm going to do because, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's just really, really interesting to think about, you know, is mm-hmm. this, are they going to be on board with it? And, and, you know, just all those yeah. sort of things we think about. It's like I have all these public messages that I'm, I'm totally fine with so when it comes to, you know, yeah. people closest to me. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is, I, so, um, that's been the hardest that is interesting. <laughs> that's that's mm-hmm. very interesting that the, there must be something to, um, certainly you care what people you, you don't know think about it, obviously, because, you know, the majority of mm-hmm. your business will come from people you don't know. However, yeah. when presenting the idea, I, I guess I can see it because it's, it's very much the people closest to me, their opinions matter the most. And maybe yeah. it's a fear of, um, what if one of them, <laughs> I mean, and you said it yourself, like nobody yeah. thinks that, su- that supports you or me would ever say, like, I don't mm-hmm. think that's a good idea, yeah. you know, but like exactly. they could, like, and that's scary. Mm-hmm. Because I'd have to, I'd have to, get, and I'd, have I'd have to, have to listen to, to it. About that. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I would have to listen to their opinion. Yes. Exactly. Boom. That is oh, the went right figured there. it out. You went, Thank you, you for helping you went, me. <laughs> you went right there with me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So yeah, that that must be that, that, yeah. yeah, an experience. That that like fear that uh, 
that that fear that mm-hmm. you know if 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 your mom were to say like oh man do you think that's really a good idea you'd have to go oh is it a good idea oh. like you know I right I, yeah exactly yeah. the question mm-hmm. is yeah mm-hmm. oh. and even though it's irrational <laughs> that they would ever it's an irrational fear because you know that they're gonna right. they're gonna say yeah. that's great I love that it's still yeah. hard to put that away yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah that's that's the thing is like they know me so they know that. If I'm doing something, that means that I've thought about it for a long time and I've, mm-hmm. you know, looked at it from every angle and, and I've done yeah. the research. And so even knowing that they know that, it, mm-hmm. you just never know. <laughs> so. They could surprise you and, and, and say that, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. um, it doesn't um, sound like you're very impulsive. Would you call yourself an impulsive person? You know, not particularly. Um, I have always considered myself, um, my dad was actually the first person to, uh, to, to tell me this, which um, has kind of stuck with me, but he called me a cautious risk taker, mm-hmm. which is true. I, I tend to, I mean, I've lived across the country mm-hmm. three or four times now. A um, couple times, yeah. So obviously, yeah, so obviously I'm, uh, I take risks. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm starting a business, that's a risk, obviously. Um, but I'm definitely very calculated in doing so. So I will, I will wait until I feel like I have my ducks in the row or, you know, mm-hmm. I feel, you know, very, uh, strongly that it's the, the right move before I, you know, take the leap, if you will. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a risk taker, but I'm a cautious risk taker. <laughs> <laughs> Has it, have you always, impulsive. have you always been like that or was there a point where you were more, uh, leap without looking or is this always kind of been the way you are and the way you make decisions? I would say if anything, it's the opposite. I would say I, I used to be more reserved and I oh. became more risky yeah. as I got older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but, um, but I'm trying that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like the idea of, of you um, trying to, does it, does it drive you, at what point do you have to stop? Because it sounds to me like you try to anticipate every challenge that you're going to come across and be prepared yeah. for it. it you, you know, at what point do mm-hmm. you, at what point, how do you know for yourself when it's time to stop researching things and stop trying to anticipate and just do it? Like, is that, how do you, how are you aware of that point for yourself? Uh. You know, I wish that I had that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. always something, you know, there's always something more that can be analyzed, right? Um, with this Kickstarter campaign, for example, I was I was going to launch it, you know, January 1st. <laughs> and then yeah. I was going to launch it, you know, March 7th. And um, it got, because it was like, oh, well, I still need to line up this. And I need to, you know, do that or or whatever it is, and it definitely got to a point where it was just like, you know what, Amanda, you just need, you need to do it, okay? Like yeah. You need to, you need to just try it, and just, you mm-hmm. know, you've done, you've done a lot of this work, and and that's the thing with spreading out the work over time is that it, you, it's it's kind of hard to, it's hard to kind of tell like where where yeah. am I really, but sure. but it's also good too because. At a certain point in this journey, I, I keep thinking, like, oh, I'm so behind, I'm so behind. And, and then at one point, I just kind of thought, like, you know what? I, I can't have that attitude anymore. I can't have this, like, I'm so behind attitude. I just have to give it the time and the space that it needs. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like an interesting balance between that and just kind of taking it one thing at a time. 
Um, yeah. and getting to the point where it's like, okay, this is really go time now. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, it's there's never going to be like a, a perfect time, I think, yeah. or anything. Mm-hmm. I agree. I <laughs> totally so, agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of yeah. just had to just had to plan a date. And, and um, especially for this, it was like, well, okay, I have a venue uh, for my yeah. launch party. And it's mm-hmm. available on this day, and so we're just gonna do it. And and mm-hmm. so I'm glad that I uh, glad that I did that because there's you know like I said always another you know person who can look at my graphics and you know whatever mm-hmm. it is. But mm-hmm. um, but at a certain point, you just gotta take the leap and, and go for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I would describe. I, I like that. Uh, I like that. By the way, the answer is almost kind of like that's the day the venue was available. Because after all, yeah. the, all the all the overthinking we do about things and mm-hmm. all that stuff, like it yeah. just comes down to nope, that's the day we can get the building, so that's the day it's happening. Yep. You know, um, exactly. Which is kind of great because it forces your hand; it doesn't let you keep making yeah. any coming up with reasons not to do it. It's like okay, we have to do yeah. it this day, or you know, um, I really like exactly. that. Exactly. That's that. Yeah. that, that <laughs> you you describe for me what it's like. Um, and I think Jeremy Johnson and I talked about this a little in the last episode, but you described to me what it's like having anxiety that I'm not controlling well, which is mm. just being so overwhelmed by all of the things that might happen that I don't allow anything yeah. to happen at all, you know? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Mm. I yeah. definitely have experience with that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But at some point. It's just gonna go. It's just gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you can't. And, it's, uh, it's it's it's, uh, it's everything. Yeah. Yeah. It never yeah. is right. It's it's never yeah. as bad. And you think I'd remember that more often. It's like you still made know, it. You know, right? it's all gonna be okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope that I I and I hope that people know. And I part of the reason I do this is because I hope that people know that like. If you are at home and you feel that way or something she or I just said makes you think like, oh, that's me too. Hey, guess what? That's everybody. Everybody feels like that. Yeah. You know, like everybody right? feels like that. So don't, don't yeah. let it worry you too much, you know. Um, yeah. You said before <laughs> that you used to be more reserved. Um, mm-hmm. Would you say like that was as a kid? Because I, I think since knowing you, since I just a little bit I've known you, and for people listening, I don't, I, I, Amanda and I weren't like super good friends or anything. Um, mm-hmm. We just went to college together, basically. But uh, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> since I have known you, I don't think that's the way I would have thought to describe you as reserved. Yeah. So that surprises yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I was a little shy. I guess, mm-hmm. um, but I had a really great group of friends um, that I was really close with in high school. Mm-hmm. I, I guess, like, I was, it's not that I wasn't driven in high school, but I think I had, a like, a, I, I just, I wasn't, I didn't really know what the future held. You know, yeah. I just knew that, like, I was going to go to, like, I was going to go to college and then, um, you know, find a job and, you know, mm-hmm. so on and so forth, and I just kind of had this like you know box idea of what my life would be, and 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 honestly, didn't really think a whole lot about what that concretely would look like. Um, oh, mm-hmm. And so I think I think maybe that's more what I mean is like in terms of my life goals. But I just mm-hmm. didn't really. I mean, I've been I wasn't like a busy person. Like I've always like you know volunteer for stuff, and I will take leadership positions and whatever. But like yeah. I don't know. I like never really. I I don't feel like I ever really decided 
what it was yeah. I wanted to do. You know, I just yeah. kind of yeah. mm-hmm. kind of did things, and I, I don't know. Even like going to Princeton, it was just like, okay, I'll go to Princeton. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. I guess maybe I'll ma- major in uh, communications. And then I got there and I took this political science class, and I was like, oh, this is a thing I could do. Mm-hmm. What? I like, mm-hmm. I honestly like remember having that thought of like, I could major in political science. Me, like mm-hmm. me, like little eighteen-year-old <laughs> girl. Yeah, yeah. That like, I, and I, I remember thinking like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. I think I'll do that, you know. Sure, <laughs> and so, sure. um, I remember having that. That was maybe like a like a sort of like changing moment where I was like, oh, okay, like I think yeah. that I'm gonna do this, and yeah. um, I think that was maybe the starting point for me starting to take more risks. Is, yeah. you know, just deciding that, like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to study this thing, even though nobody expects me to, and it was kind of scary in mm-hmm. a way, <laughs> because mm-hmm. I had that feeling of, like, well, why Why would I, why would I be good at, you know, why, people won't think I'm good at this, I don't know yeah. about politics, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. but I did have, but, but I mean, I was, I have always been, you know, like, a feminist and strong in women's issues, and I never, I think before college, I never really, like, put that into any sort of worldly perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I think that was a big driving force. Um, yeah. But I think that was the first time where I really was on my own and had to think about, like, yeah, this is, like, not what anyone expects of you, but it's okay and you can do yeah. that. Um, I mm-hmm. think that was maybe the thing that changed. Yeah. I like that the yeah. – that, that I hear in that the um, same kind of – uh, the language around you deciding to be a poli sci major and the sort of the wonder, I like that kind of almost the wonder at the idea, like I could just do that and nobody can stop me from yeah. doing it. You know, like, right. um, yeah, there's the same kind of wonder I in that. At it. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. You know, but, you know you're yeah, like, Oh, yeah. that's okay. That's fine. And there's the yeah. same kind of wonder yeah. and language in that, that, that there is around you, uh, starting your business too, which is that like, oh, I could do that. That's me. Yeah, I could do that. Exactly. That's something I could do. I, I like the, I like yeah. the the train of that thought because this doesn't always happen on this podcast. <laughs> but there's a very clear point. Yeah. I can hear it where the the, yeah. the seed that led you to this thing. I I see where it is. You know, it's it's yeah. that simple, very yeah. very simple. Didn't think it would matter. Kind of moment of going like, oh my gosh. I could uh-huh. be a polysign mm-hmm. major, you know, like yep. that, that has led to this yeah. now. That's, that's hopefully going to affect the lives of many, many people. <laughs> that's later. so funny. Yeah. 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 You know what, I though? Hope so. it, I hope, I it hope takes so. as long as it takes. It takes as long as it takes. It does. Yep, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> you, you have to be well, calm that's the so person. Funny. I'm, I'm, yeah. Mm, yeah. I, I was just going to say, I'm just glad, I'm glad that you pinpointed that for me. I'm glad we had this conversation so that oh, you yeah. hear that out of me. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, should. Hey, you, you know what? If this was a, a church thing, I'd say that'll preach. That'll preach, Amanda. You should use that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, right. a, that's a good, I'll, uh, that's, I'll a my good mom. <laughs> that's very anecdotal. I think it works very well. Right. Wait, hey, yeah. is, your mom a pa- yeah. is your mom a pastor? She is. Yeah. She oh, is. I didn't She's know a that. Deacon. Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know wonderful. that. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. I am a PK. Yeah, you are a PK. <laughs> You've been outed now. Yeah. Now everybody knows. I know. I know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Born in Britain. So. 
What did your dad do? He was a career army. So oh, he, okay. um, yeah, yeah, he was in, uh, he was, uh, during Vietnam, he was in Korea for many years. Mm-hmm. And okay. he, um, came back and, uh, was a, a very successful recruiter for many, many years. And mm-hmm. that's actually how he met my mom, uh, because okay. he went into the National Guard. <laughs> She's been oh in my the gosh. Army, the Navy, and mm-hmm. is a pastor. That's not something wow. you need every day, right? No, not, a, not at <laughs> uh, all. I know, isn't that cool? Um, That's so crazy. Yeah, so yeah, so he was career and um, then you know worked at the VA hospital for a number of years and is now retired. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're really great. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I I don't mean I, that's two things. I, I don't know what I thought your parents did, but I didn't think it was either of those things. Right. So that surprised me. <laughs> um, I don't know what your parents do, so. Oh I'm well, yeah. I, I guess. I guess. I guess. What when you and I have ever talked about that? So why would I have known, exactly. right? Yeah. Um, true, true. They're actually about to do. My mom is retiring this year. She's a teacher, but she's about to retire. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they'll have some more time for uh, just doing things mm-hmm. they like doing. So. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm looking back at so when little little kid Amanda, because you know, like I would say when I was a little kid, if you asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I would have said astronaut. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you remember what you wanted to be when you were younger? Because it sounds you said like when you went into high, went into college, you didn't seem to really have an idea, and then discovered it. So, right. right. But I'm just curious, like if you had a mm-hmm. sense even in high school of what you thought you wanted to do. Oh gosh, um, I I don't really remember. Like I know when I was like really little, I thought like. I first thought I was going to be, like, a professional soccer player. Oh, <laughs> This is in, okay. like, you know, this is, like, Mia Hamm days. And then I went mm-hmm. through, like, a, a period where I, like, wanted to, like, be a singer. Like, I was like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to, like, I'm going to be, like, a backup dancer or, like, like a backup singer and, like, yeah. you know, go on tour with, with some star and that's going to mm-hmm. be what I do. So, you know, I had, like, a, the, all of these, like, crazy wild dreams. <laughs> so, yeah. But I don't think I ever had anything, like, concrete. You know, like, my oh, okay. best friend, she, like, always was going to be a teacher. Like, she always knew. Because mm. she, she, since she was five years old, she was like, I am going to do this. And then, like, we graduated from high school, and she went to college and became a teacher. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. that is integrity. Yeah. So, you know, like, that is yeah. so cool. And I, mm-hmm. um, that just sounds me to this day, which I think is great. But, no, I, I guess I never really, I never really knew. Um, not concrete in any sort of concrete way, I guess. I mean, I always mm-hmm. had this, like, the world is your oyster kind of kind of view, yeah. but I just never I don't know. I don't know yeah. what happened. <laughs> that's that's um it's that's funny. It's funny to change uh, the world. That was the only like consistent yeah. thing. Like some man and it changed the world and, and that's that's really it. But I don't know how I'm gonna do that, you know. <laughs> I don't know how exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. That's so funny. I had the same like um I my uh, girlfriend who's about to graduate from pharmacy school at Drake, um, she went into college knowing she was going to be a pharmacist, and just did that. Oh, and I, that's I so cool! I know, isn't that? I, I <laughs> wish I had that kind of clarity of 
purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's amazing. Yeah. And the the trust in yourself to know that's the right thing. I think that was my deal is that I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is the right decision or not, you know? Um, Right. Exactly. mm -hmm. And I, I changed majors. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. I changed majors like five or six times. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, I did. And I I was one of those people. I somehow managed to graduate on time. (laughs) Amazingly. Right. Um, But, were you like a, a religious study? Yeah, yeah my, my, mm-hmm, my bachelor's degree ended up being in religion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, and then I, but I was like, I was going to be a teacher at one point. I came in wanting to be an attorney. That didn't happen at all. So oh, wow. I ended up about <laughs> as far away from that as I could have. But uh, um, yeah, I, yeah. I actually was poli sci initially. And then I oh, really? changed from that very, okay. very, very quickly. So. Then oh, yeah. is that ultimately what you ended up having getting your undergrad in poli sci? Yes, um, okay. I had my yep, my, that was my major, and then I had a minor in corporate communication. Mm-hmm. It should have been a double major, what, but I just wasn't able to make it work. What is your major? <laughs> it's in strategic communication management. Okay. Say that three times fast. <laughs> I don't know if right? I can say it once. I know. What is can you can, okay pretend uh, pretend I'm a pretend I'm a dummy. What does that mean? Yes. I don't know what that so, means. So um <laughs> no no worries. Um I get this question all the time. Um, oh, okay. so the strategic communications piece of it is uh trying to ensure that an organization or a department that you work for in its communications efforts, both internally and externally, making sure that they have a specific vision and goals and objectives and the right messages um, to be able to get to those goals. Mm-hmm. So um, it's really concrete. It's, it helps you think about, like, oh, you know, the president of the organization thinks we should be doing more on social media. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, why? What do, what do we want to, you know, what's the outcome? Like, what are we trying yeah. to do with this? And mm-hmm. so it's thinking about it from a strategic standpoint. Um, and then there's also this... Um, this management piece of it, which was really, the, I think, the most, some of the most interesting uh, concepts in the program too, about you know how do you how do you bring people in and, and make them understand like why we need a strategy and mm-hmm. uh, and how to implement that strategy and how, what everyone's role is in that and and just kind of figuring out like what's your leadership style and, and you know what's the difference between a manager and a leader and. Um, you know, that kind of thing. So that's where, mm-hmm. where that's a lot of where the introspection came in. Um, you know, it's figuring out like what's your personality type, like what's your leadership type, um, you know, what what's your where is your strength um in terms of interacting with people and and mm-hmm. you know, having people as your direct reports, like what what's gonna make you tick and, and what's you know, where are some areas that we could improve. Um, mm-hmm. and so that was really great. And I thought that it was going to be like very kind of like high level. I didn't think it was going to be like, you know, this big transformative experience, but it really was. I mean, it's just taking oh, wow. the time to sit down and think about like, you know, what am I good at? Like what? Yeah. And I, I think it was um, especially interesting because I had a lot of different answers than my cohort. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I never thought of, you know, my management style and my leadership style is being particularly different in any way. So it yeah. was kind of a fun way to, to sit down and sort of take a good, hard, long look at, uh, at myself. <laughs> and yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's great. 
That's really cool. Yeah, because yeah, you, you, in talking to you, I can, I, I, I can tell you're someone that. Uh, you, you seem to me. It's funny that you said that because that was going to be a question that I had, but then you kind of answered it. You seem <laughs> to me to be somebody who's pretty aware, who, who has a pretty good sense of who you are. And in my experience, mm-hmm. that doesn't come that doesn't come without what you just said, which is taking a long, hard look at yourself, asking difficult questions. Mm-hmm. Um, for yeah. me, that that for me that came through has come through therapy in the last several years. But yeah, you, you speak with the confidence of somebody who's been like, no, I know who I am, you know. Um, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And you clearly and, see the value I mean, in that. Made all the difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that I was forced to do it, honestly, mm-hmm. because you know life goes by so quickly, and it's easy to get caught up in the day to day. But having had like having, like I had to sit down and I had to think through it, and I had to mm-hmm. confront and my you know myself and. Um, I've always, I, I don't know, I, I like to consider myself as somebody who's pretty self-aware, but um, mm-hmm. it was it was definitely good to sit down and, and really actually be intentional about thinking through that yeah. stuff. Yeah, so, really definitely. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason why. I should do more um, of it. <laughs> yeah, who shouldn't, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's why this, this podcast is as much for me as it is for anybody. I learned so much about myself in talking to people, but... Mm-hmm. Um, this, that's part of the reason why I wanted to do this because when I started out uh, on the podcast thinking about like what if I made a podcast, what would it be about? Uh, mm-hmm. I realized that people ask us all the time what we do, but never like about like really who we are, you know. Oh, I and, love that. That's yeah, true. thank you. And I um, surface level conversations are boring to me. I don't like them. Mm-hmm. You know the question. Right, of, small small talk. Uh, oh my gosh, it's exhausting. Right, it's the worst. It is. Yeah. Yeah, yes. it is. Are you an, are you really an introvert is. as well? I, um, I'm an you know, I believe I am. And this is why I hate small talk. I mm-hmm. just, you know, mm-hmm. it's so exhausting, yeah. like you said. Yeah. Um, uh, I just want to, I want to have people feel like I'm getting something from the conversation, you know, and I want yeah. for that person to feel like they're getting something from the conversation. That's for sure. Exhausting. That's, uh, <laughs> that's funny that that's the, this is the second in being, see, now I think it would probably surprise people. Um, because it did last week too, which is that you and I are both communicators, I think, and Jeremy Johnson was too, but mm-hmm. I think we all classify ourselves as introverts as well, which isn't necessarily yeah. a quality you attribute to, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, cause you clearly oh, are comfortable absolutely. talking in front of people. You have to be to do what you're doing. Um, True. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so am I. So is Jeremy. Yeah. Happy, I think you can't I, not be. yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, week in and week out. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh! I mean, that is. I think there's different. There's different levels of what people are comfortable with, and and for me, I'm lucky because I feel like I can kind of turn it on when I need mm-hmm. to, um, and and it's and I actually sometimes enjoy it, right? Like I enjoy, yeah. um, you know, being in social situations, and I enjoy. Um, I don't know if I enjoy talking in front of people, but you know, <laughs> it can be it can be okay sometimes, yeah. you know, but um. But at the end of the day, it is exhausting, and I, and I do definitely need that, like, hold away time to catch up the cover mm-hmm. from that and, um, <laughs> and get yeah. kind of, you know, messed up. But, um, but yeah, I think, it's, I think it's definitely interesting. I think, too, um, a lot of it came from being a pastor's kid and just kind of a, a funny mm-hmm. funny kind of thing is, you know, when I was little, two, three, four years old, my mom went to seminary, and uh, I guess all of her friends, when they were – said something about like 
and she could bring me to classes and they'd be like, does she talk? Like, can she talk? I think like, oh, maybe she's like, I'm mute. Yeah, yeah. So, um, definitely like introversion is like a natural trait, but, but at the same time, being a talker's kid, like everybody always knew who I was, like mm-hmm. my whole life, you know, walking into yeah. the church, it was like, oh, Amanda, like I know your life story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I always, I was always, expected to be able to talk to adults um and I think that yeah. really kind of helped me get over yeah. that and not necessarily get over it but just understand like that kind of balance of being able to like okay it's, I'm going to turn it on and like talk mm-hmm. to you know aunt so-and-so from you mm-hmm. know down home and something yeah. and uh and then just you know with that understanding that like yeah. You know, I won't have to talk to strangers forever. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just, um, but it's, yeah, it's just you just made something click for me, which is yeah. that um, I think my experience is very similar, though my parents, my, neither of my parents are pastors, but I was the only, mm-hmm. I was one of, I, let's be honest, I'm a, I'm a tall Asian person that lived in Northwest Iowa. Okay, so <laughs> right. needless yeah. to say, there weren't many of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. It was I'm kind sure. of the I'm same sure. deal. Yeah. So I was, you were sort of known to people. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. That's exactly right. Sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Right. You just you just put yeah. all that together. What, why do I go to therapy? I should just do this. People will tell me all these truths <laughs> right. about myself. Yeah, you know. There you go. That's great. It's helping me too. So there you that's go. all good. I'm glad. Well, you know what? Even if nobody else likes this, I think we have had a good time with exactly. it. Exactly. So. <laughs> we're, we're, we're learning about ourselves, so it yeah, doesn't matter yeah. what it is. Um, usually at the end, we do a little bit of uh, rapid fire, like what are you reading, what are you, uh, that kind of stuff. You want to do that? We're coming up on where we'll have to probably. Sure. Answer, so. Okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, before we nice. do that, th- thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I, I really, yes, um, I really enjoyed t- talking to you. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's fun to re. It, it gives us a good reason to reconnect too, because I, I don't know, exactly. I don't know that we, yeah. how we would have otherwise. But I, um, I'm glad you, uh, yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. This has been um, a great opportunity. It's a lot of fun. So thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah, Thanks. you're welcome. Definitely. Um, okay, rapid fire here. This never ends up being as rapid as I purport it to be, but. <laughs> um, oh, that's fine. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the last thing last thing you read? Oh man, I was hoping you weren't going to ask that question because oh, no. I haven't read a book in probably a year. Honestly, oh, like, it's probably been about a year. Yeah, I'm, it's embarrassing. So You're busy. Um, You're very busy. I'm going to take a pass. All of my all of my free time either goes to because I run or actual running. Right, mm-hmm. so <laughs> marathon training right now. Yeah. I'm not really oh, you are. Miles, and I am. Yeah, I yeah. am. I'm gonna run Grandpa's marathon in June. So. Okay. Going home. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you will. You know what? We'll skip the rapid fire because I don't, it sounds like you're not gonna have uh, answers to those questions. So let's not do them. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's just like I stuff like what oh, movies are you seeing? <laughs> what, what's what? Oh right. Well, Michael, my boyfriend, is actually really good about that. Like, he, okay. I would never, like, see movies if it weren't for him being like, oh, so this one's out. Like, let's do this. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. So, um, I saw, I've seen a lot of movies lately. Um, mm-hmm. One, one that I, oh, gosh, now I just like I can't really remember. I'm kind of going to put on the spot. But um, I recently saw Suffered That, which was really good, really powerful okay. movie. 
Um, yeah. I liked that one a lot. Um, and I I know that around the Oscars, I was watching a bunch of those movies. The ones that got nominated? I remember. Oh, I watched I, The Big Short, which was, um, I thought, a very, mm-hmm. very interesting film. Um, mm-hmm. But I watched a, a few of those. Did you, but, see, did you see Spotlight? I didn't see Spotlight, which is a bummer but, because it's a Boston movie. But, well, yeah, so it's, it's a Boston movie, and also it's um, it's just a really, it's really good. I, I can't recommend it to yeah. people enough. It's really good. I also saw um, recently in the vein of, in, in the, so my girlfriend and I are trying to watch all the movies that were nominated for Best Picture this year. Mm-hmm. Which is a pretty, by the way, yeah. a pretty good way if you're like, I don't know what movie we should rent. Just go with one of those because they're yeah. probably pretty good. Yeah, um, you know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I just, we just saw Brooklyn. We just rented that the other night, and um, oh, that yeah. one's really good. Really good too. That one either. I would highly recommend. I have said that. Yeah. Not, not surprisingly, I those movies that get, that, that get nominated for Best Picture of the Year are usually pretty good. So. <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. <laughs> um, that's, yeah. that's that's why I do it. I figure that's a safe bet. So. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, okay, so let's run down where how people, because like I said, I want to release this in time for people to be able to contribute if they want to contribute. So give us the all the information on what people need to know about where to find you and how they can donate and do all that stuff. Yeah, um, that's great. I really appreciate the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can find the Kickstarter. You can either go to kickstarter.com and search for Cause I Run, or mm-hmm. you can go to causeirun.com slash kickstarter and it will redirect you right to the campaign page. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Mm-hmm. You can do Pinterest. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I try to, try to feature, you know, all the different items of clothing. Right now we've got a three-piece set um, that's up for grabs that you can pre-order and uh, mm-hmm. get a little bit if you order all three pieces together. Um, and, or you can pre-order them separately as well. And mm-hmm. basically, the I guess I should say the whole idea behind the, the pre-order is that um, I've got, like, my production facility all lined up, and mm-hmm. they have told me, like, this is how much it's going to cost to um, to make these items. And so basically, I'm trying to raise enough money to cover those production costs. Yeah. So that's kind of where the mm-hmm. goal comes from. And then if sure. people, people will pre-order the items, and then I'll be able to turn around and, and take the money and, and pay for the first production round. And then I'll also yeah. have a little bit of stock on hand so that I can yeah. kind of keep going, go back into the business. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how that model works. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can check out uh, the items that we have available. And in the fall, we'll have some new and exciting items as well. And, and then hopefully by next spring, we'll expand into menswear. So. Awesome. Big things, big things. I am, ex- I am excited. excited for that part. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I, I am excited too. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm bummed um, that we couldn't get there right away, but got to yeah, start somewhere. Okay. You'll get there. It's <laughs> going to happen. I believe in it. Um, I don't Thank urge you. people. I don't urge people on this podcast very often to go check something out or do something like this, but um, I think this is a really neat idea. For everybody listening, uh, just do Amanda and I a favor and, and go over and check it out. <laughs> Um, put eyes on it, uh, read, read about it, get it, get a sense of what's going on with it because I think it's pretty cool. Um, and, uh, you know, this podcast is all about people. We support people that put themselves out there and want to make a thing. There's no better example <laughs> of that than this. Um, so I would hope that the listeners of this would also be into that as well. So um, please take the time, pop over, and then do that. Um, as for myself. Really kind words. 
Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I, I, uh, I just think it's a cool it's it's a cool idea. And I, if it wasn't, I uh, wouldn't have had you on. I imagine so. Um, Great. Or or I would have, but I would have been like, your idea is dumb. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I can take it. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, you can uh, everybody. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Petrick. Uh, you, you can follow me. Well, don't follow me on Instagram. It's boring. Um, you can find me on Facebook. <laughs> You can go over to my website, ChristopherPetrick.com. Um, if you're in the West Des Moines area, I'm speaking at a uh, United Methodist Church here in West Des Moines on the 22nd of May at 10.10 in the morning, so you can come check that out if you uh, want to hear or see me speak in person. Um, and let's see, I think that's all I have to announce. So, uh, yeah, this has been uh, – Amanda, this has been great. I'm so glad we decided to do this. Wonderful. Yeah, me too. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week.